0: Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous add-to-cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday.
1: Today's Checkout features Molly Rogers and Emma Clegg, co-founders of Jam The Label. They're producing adaptive and inclusive fashionable clothing. Both women are occupational therapists with extensive experience in disability support, And in their jobs, they were witnessing daily struggles with mainstream garments. And despite having no experience in the fashion industry, they launched Jam the Label in 2019 and took part and got a standing ovation in this year's Australian Fashion Week and have recently partnered with The Iconic. Emma and Molly, welcome to the checkout. We've heard all about what you're building with Jam the Label previously, but now we're here to learn a little bit more about you both. Five quick questions. (laughs) Number one, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online?
2: I think we're both quite boring, but something (laughs) that (laughs) I considering something I do who gives a crap. So I get toilet paper delivered, which I think is something that I was like, that is probably a weird thing to get delivered to your house because it's so, yeah, I never thought that that would be something, but I think that's probably
0: something.
1: It's so good. In our household, we've got it down to like, because we've been subscribed for a, for a couple of years now, we've got it down to a fine art of like Damn. knowing how yeah. much we need and when. So <laughs> when I get that email confirmation, I forward it on to my wife and I go, don't worry, it's two days away. Yeah, we like just got to know. make <laughs> it work. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little inventory shop in our yeah. house.
0: Yeah. That is, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly Which, what yeah, we do How well. many years ago you would never have thought that you'd be doing that, but here you are.
1: <laughs> and what about you, yeah. Emma?
0: I am much more boring. I could not think of anything weird. I'm sure I have over the years. I was trying to think of like eBay and stuff. I'm sure I've ordered some weird things, but nothing comes to mind. Oh, I had to plan a few years ago. I planned my sister's wedding for overseas. It was in Thailand and I planned the whole thing here. So I had to buy a lot of really random things from Etsy. So I'm really... I'm kind of scarred by Etsy now. I <laughs> not go back
1: to it. Yeah, you, you <laughs> never search what you need for a hen's party on Etsy. It's just... Not yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All
1: right, number two. Who's your favourite retailer?
0: This, I feel like we're, we're going to have a lot of the joint questions, joint answers for this. But one that we both always talk about being our favourite is go to Skincare by Zoe Foster Blake like there's so many things that we both love about them that we always talk about you know their branding their aesthetic their products their pricing but i think the biggest thing that we would love to like always aspire to with our branding our business is their customer service and their brand voice like you know when you shop on go to skincare like all the little sayings they have and like their checkout process and the email you receive it's just so on brand and you just, it makes you want to return and makes you want to support their business.
1: Yeah. Great example. <laughs> Molly, is that a plus one?
2: I think it would be. I know again, I think in terms of sort of online retailers, yeah, that'd be my favorite one.
1: And obviously we talked about Nike doing some great things for inclusivity and we talked to some examples in there if anyone wants to check out those examples as well. Mm. All right. Third one. Which e-commerce practice do you wish was history?
2: I think something that we talk about and we're sort of aiming to do soon on our website is the fact that you can only see the products usually on one body or sort of one model. Um, and I think that something we would like to see is, yeah, sort of a, either sort of size diversity or, yeah, different disabilities being shown or sort of the seated position and the standing position. So I think sort of the exclusivity of people in the e-commerce shots would be one that we thinking. Mm.
0: I think even also sort of tokenism within marketing campaigns as well. I think we're kind of on the brink of it now in that, you know, inclusion is a, and diversity is a real buzzword at the moment and it's been pushed really hard in retail, which is great. However, I think, well, at least for us, it's really clear when a brand has just put someone in a marketing campaign and not actually really been inclusive of that person or that group of people um, and really thought about the representation of how much it impacts. So I think going forward, it would be great for especially big brands, but really every brand that if you're going to be inclusive and you all should be now in your marketing materials, that it's genuine and authentic and not just like, oh, yep, tick in a box.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Totally agree. On the sizing and the product details, which I thought was really interesting, we never got round to this conversation in the main episode. Do you have to change anything around your size guides or product variants at all?
2: No, not really. Because we, we, our sizing is a little bit, I guess sizing is so tricky in terms of being standard anyway. And so we just, yeah, make sure that when people are measuring their body, how it sits in their sort of comfortable position. So, yeah, if someone's going to be wearing the pants seated, they just sort of measure themselves in their seated position. And, yeah, so, yeah, not particularly. Mm.
1: Oh, awesome. All right, number four, can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into?
0: I think um book that I just finished reading was um, Carly Finlay's book, Say Hello, which is... I bought that for you. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> which is Thank a really people. great book yeah. for, for people... To get an insight into the life of someone with a disability, but maybe someone with a disability that people don't usually assume they would identify as being disabled or having a disability. And so, and she's just a great advocate within the disability community. Yeah, it's a really great read for that sort of introduction into people listening to someone with lived experience.
1: Awesome. And what's her background like?
2: She's a disability advocate from Melbourne um, and she's a writer.
1: Okay, cool. Awesome. All right, great one. We'll, we'll list that in the uh, show notes, so everyone I can check it out. Last question I have for you. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is? I would say accessible.
0: I was going to
2: say, yeah. <laughs> Clic- <laughs> very cliche for us, but accessible. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was like, I was going to be worried if you said something like sustainable or, yeah. Yeah. or something yeah. like that. It's
0: like, totally no, random, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it yeah. makes I mean, a lot of sense and I mean, yeah. um, you guys are definitely setting the pathway for it and um, being one of the leaders in that space. So thank you for all you're doing and thank you for sharing your story today.
2: Thanks, Nathan.
1: To hear more from Molly and Emma, jump back into Episode 194 where Molly and Emma share the solutions that they've come up with to meet the needs of adaptive fashion. They also share the mainstream brands who are doing it best in this space, and they share what tech you can use to help implement on your websites to be more inclusive. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart.